0: Welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist specializing in gut health. I'm here to share my down-to-earth, no BS approach to nutrition and health to help you get to the root cause of your symptoms. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, Fran Dargaville. Let's get into it. Hello there friend, today we are diving into a topic that affects so many women and that is how the pill affects our gut health. The pill is the number one form of contraception used in Australia and it's used by up to around 30% of women, which is huge, right? You might have heard that the pill isn't the best for your hormones, but did you know it can also impact your gut health as well? I don't really think that this is common knowledge, but I've had so many clients come to me over the years after having used the pill for months, years, or even decades, who ended up developing all sorts of gut issues. Now, I don't think this means that we can only point the finger at the pill. Of course, there are so many other potential root causes, but this is one that can have huge impacts that we definitely want to consider. Before we get into the specifics of how the pill can impact your gut... Let's chat briefly about how the pill actually works. There are two types of contraceptive pills, the combination pill with synthetic estrogen and progestin and a progestin only pill. The different pills work in slightly different ways, but I'm gonna explain the main type that most people use now, which is the combination. The synthetic hormones in the pill interrupt the communication between your brain and ovaries luteinizing hormone or LH is suppressed, which means your ovaries don't get the signal to ovulate. Now, ovulation is the fertile time in the cycle. So if you're not ovulating, then pregnancy can't take place. Whichever type of pill you're taking, it's basically shutting down your hormones. So yes, you're still bleeding, but you're not actually having a proper menstrual cycle. So you might be wondering now how something designed for birth control can actually impact your gut. And let's get straight into those five key ways that the pill can impact your gut health right now. Starting with number one, the pill negatively impacts gut flora. The birth control pill can lead to low levels of beneficial bacteria and also allows for the overgrowth of pathogens like bacteria, parasites and candida. We know our gut health is so important for so many reasons, and over time, this poor gut health can impact our immunity, lead to low energy and brain fog, drive inflammation, and really have an impact on any of our body systems. Impact number two, the pill increases susceptibility to leaky gut. Leaky gut, which we've talked about many times here on the podcast, is also known as intestinal permeability. And this is basically when the lining of your gut becomes permeable or leaky, which means that things that should stay in the gut are then actually able to pass through that gut lining and into the bloodstream. This includes things like undigested particles of food and toxins. Now, when these things pass through the bloodstream, your body sees them as foreign invaders and your immune system mounts an attack. And this is what leads to all of these symptoms that we can experience with leaky gut that are seemingly unrelated to gut health, like brain fog and fatigue and skin issues. So as I mentioned, the pill actually increases our susceptibility to developing leaky gut. Impact number three is that the pill increases the risk of developing Crohn's disease. Now, of course you need to have a genetic susceptibility to developing this also, But research has shown that there is a potential link between the use of the pill and an increased risk of Crohn's disease, which is a type of inflammatory bowel disease. Impact number four is that the pill can slow down gut motility. This basically means that your digestive system is moving more slowly than it should, which can lead to issues like constipation or irregular bowel movements. This basically reduces your ability to get rid of waste properly and detoxify via your digestive tract. And this impaired detoxification can drive hormonal imbalances and have other impacts on your health as well. Impact number five is that the pill can cause reflux or GERD or Gord, depending on where you are in the world, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease. And these things are something that a lot of my clients deal with reflux and GERD or GORD, and they can be very uncomfortable and also a very challenging thing to overcome. So we really want to avoid the development of reflux or GERD or GORD as much as we possibly can. So there you have it. The five key ways the pill can impact your gut health. For years, I've been using GI map testing to help my clients get to the root cause of their digestive symptoms. This test reveals what's going on in your gut and driving your symptoms from pathogens like parasites and candida to digestive dysfunction and leaky gut. I've just hit publish on a brand new free GI map gut testing guide, explaining everything about the test, who it's for, how it works and specifics on what the test looks at and a sneak peek into a sample report. It's all in there. If you're curious about the GI map test, And whether it might be the next step in your journey to overcoming your gut issues, this is the best place to get started. Head to the link in the show notes or my Instagram bio to download your free copy. If you're taking the pill, you're probably wondering right now what you should do. Should you go off it? Or perhaps if you want to keep taking it, what can you do to actually mitigate the impact? So first up, let's chat about what you can do if you're actually deciding to go off the pill. If you decide to go off the pill, you might like to take some time to get prepared first, especially if you're dealing with challenging symptoms before you started taking the pill. Some women experience what's called post-birth control syndrome, which is basically the after effects of taking the pill that you experience when you stop taking it. This can include amenorrhea, which means that your menstrual cycle doesn't return for some time after stopping the pill. Other symptoms of post-birth control syndrome include acne, mood imbalances or depression and anxiety, gut issues like dysbiosis, leaky gut, gas and bloating, hair loss, and many more. Now, not everyone experiences this, but some people do. So I just wanted to mention it because I think it's just good to be aware and prepare yourself just in case that is the case for you. So if you do decide to go off the pill, here's how you can get prepared. First up, if you're relying on the pill for contraception, find alternative contraception that isn't going to interfere with your hormones, like condoms or the fertility awareness method. Number two is to eat a nutrient-dense diet. So focus on whole foods, healthy fats, support your liver with bitter foods and dark leafy greens. And of course, as I always bang on about here, eat plenty of protein with all of your meals and healthy fats as well. Number three is to address your gut health and hormones with all of the things we speak about in this podcast. And this is helpful because you can actually start working on this straight away. You don't need to wait until you actually come off the pill. You can start preparing straight away, but you can't actually do any beneficial hormone testing until you've had a few cycles off the pill. So get started, support your gut, support your hormones with all of the things that we chat about here on the podcast. Number four is just to be mentally prepared. So be prepared that If you choose to come off the pill, you may experience symptoms, as I mentioned before. So you might like to think about how you could manage these symptoms while you work on addressing the underlying cause. So if you used to experience painful periods, just think about perhaps some more holistic ways that you can support and manage those cramps while you work on the underlying cause. And number five, once you do come off the pill, look at what's going on with your hormones and address the root cause. And once you do come off the pill and you've gone through this process of preparing, coming off the pill, finding that alternative contraception, nourishing your body, you can look at what's actually going on and address the root cause of any symptoms that you're experiencing. So you might like to do some functional lab testing like the Dutch test and actually address what's going on for you and what imbalances specifically you're dealing with. Now, if you choose to stay on the pill, that is perfectly fine. I have clients that I support who do choose to stay on the pill for various reasons, whether they have some sort of you know, hormone-based condition with severe symptoms or some other personal reason, that is absolutely fine. There's definitely no judgment here. So if that's the case, you want to support your gut health. So again, with all of the things that we speak about on the podcast, whole foods, protein intake, healthy fats, probiotic and prebiotic food, and also supplements as well, and really just doing the best that you can to support your gut health and your hormone health as well, so that you're not going to be dealing with, you know, a lot of the consequences that we've spoken about in this episode. Before we wrap up, let's recap on those five key ways the pill impacts gut health. Number one, it negatively impacts gut flora, so it can lead to a reduction of beneficial bacteria and an increase in not so beneficial bacteria. Number two, it increases susceptibility to leaky gut. Number three, it increases the risk of Crohn's disease. Number four, it reduces gut motility and can drive constipation. And number five, it can cause a reflux or gastroesophageal reflux disease. Now, this podcast is at 250,000 downloads, which honestly is mind-blowing for me. But only 20% of people who listen to the podcast are actually subscribed. I spend hours every week creating this podcast for you and I absolutely love doing it. But in return, I have a favor to ask you. Will you head on over right now to whatever app you're listening on and hit follow? Doing this helps grow this podcast and it means we can have a positive impact together. Thank you so much and I will catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want my help to get to the root cause of your symptoms, head to my website, frandargaville.com to learn more about my programs. If you want to connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me at frandargaville, and you can find all of those links in the show notes. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.